here it is <laughs> i'm really happy to finally do this one uh, i've been talking about it for a long time uh today marks a month <clears throat> it's been a month since we've lived in florida we have moved away out of illinois me and my girlfriend kenzie have moved to florida so coming down here you know we stayed every night together for for a long time you know damn near every single night we stayed together whether we had the day off or she just came over after work i would stay up oh and um i remember i used to just say you know we're going to florida we used to dream about leaving the pavilion and if you worked at the pavilion, man, you just know how toxic it is from just the people there. Not everybody. I mean, I was pretty cool with everybody, but there are some toxic people, some bullshit that goes on all around. It's not just administration or, or it's not just, um, you know, this or that. But then the day came and it was my last day. And I remember how I felt. I remember it didn't feel the way I thought it did. Now, I, I stayed four hours. I did the discharges and I left. I was not working eight hours. I think actually uh, my boss or my supervisor um, left early that day. So I, I didn't give a fuck. It was my last day. I did not give a fuck. But I remember it, it just didn't feel the way I thought it would. I, I remember it, I, I thought it would be this grand moment. I didn't want a going away party. I didn't want anybody to throw anything for me. I didn't want to have a big group of people meet me downtown. I just, you know, hey, you want to buy me a drink? Come buy me a drink. But we ended up having like a little going away thing. And it was cool. It was cool. It was a, it was a decent night. Um, and then the day came and we left. And it was, that was the most shocking part is that it didn't feel the way I thought it would. I thought it would be this emotional time. But I was actually really excited. I was really excited about leaving. And I was also really excited about starting over. I got my girl, my daughter's in Florida already. So she's acclimating to the lifestyle. And we left. I remember seeing her brother Jake. I remember seeing her grandparents making us breakfast again. And I remember now it's starting. I had hundreds, a couple hundred dollars in gas money. We had our money order, our cashier's check for the down payment on rent. And here we go. And we, we left. And it was a great time. It was a good drive, easy drive. Uh, it was fun. There was no issues. Um, and we got down here. And I remember thinking the whole time that man here it is this is it we're here we made it and i thought it would just be gallivanting off into the sunset and let me tell you it was not <laughs> we are in a great place but it, it's just been kind of a a um it's been difficult so i want to go ahead and make this it, it, this actually isn't even turning out the way i wanted it to but it's turning out better so first and foremost, there's a couple lessons, and that's ultimately what I'm gonna. That's what I want to give. That's the takeaway. So one, you are starting over when you leave. I think everybody should leave where they've uh, planted roots. You know, it's really difficult when your family's there. I know it was hard for Kenzie. Uh, I remember when her mom was leaving. That was the hardest person she had to say goodbye to we went to the beach everybody's chilling we're all drinking having a good time and I remember when it was time for them to go because they had to catch their plane Kenzie's hugging her mom and we all just kind of stood around her in like a half crescent moon and just watched them this was really difficult for her you know she 
22, you know, and, and this is the first big move she's ever done. And it's moving not only out of her mom's house, but it's moving halfway across the United States. Taking a risk. And I know it's hard for her mom. And But they did it. And they're doing good. She talks to her family every day. Um, but you, you, sh- you should leave. But you're leaving everybody behind. There's going to be some people that come with you, though. You know, And what I mean by that is some people will move out there with you. You might have some friends that actually move out there. Um, but you'll also have friends that, that are in family that stay, stick with you. You know what I mean? Unfortunately for me, it was kind of the other way around. I'm not saying every... every Man, I, I left everybody there in, in the past and this and that. I'm not saying it like in a way to where I just rose above the bullshit, which I did. But at the same time, man, you know, just leaving for me, it signified something new. The world felt new again. It wasn't just a new job, a new position, same setting. It was a completely different from seeing the palm trees to the heat to the lizards everywhere. I mean, the beach being close by, the vibe being different. It's just a complete change of pace. Plus, we live in the refurbished, refurbished, uh, not refurbished. We lived in a, a, uh, uh, I forget, forget. basically they did over the inside. So the inside is all new. The floors are new. Everything's new and it looks really good. We had new furniture and everything. And it's like a beautiful apartment. It's very spacious. I just love it, man. I fucking love it. And so um, it, it's really cool to be able to, to live in a place like this. I've been to people's houses and I've been in their in their uh, place of living. And this takes a cake. You know, this is this is a place that uh, I've always wanted to be in. It didn't feel like mine for the longest time. Kinsey said the same shit. It doesn't feel like ours. And uh, now it does. Now this feels like home. And now I'm always happy to come in and smell what it smells like inside. Kenzie does a really good job taking care of the place. It's always clean. All my clothes are always clean. As soon as you come in, you smell the scentsy. It's just wonderful, man. It's definitely a dream come true. Uh, And it's not easy, man. You know, you're going to leave your friends. You're going to leave everything you knew and not know anything. And I'm telling you, man, there's, there's, it's something about when you decide to do something, the entire cosmos The entire universe is moving and working in your favor at that point. And it's weird the way it happened because this didn't happen the way that we thought it was. So first and foremost, I didn't get to save as much as I wanted. Me and Kinsey had a misunderstanding. And I should have been more on top of my game as far as finances and whatnot. I had a lot more to pay for than she did from just Madison and everything. But rent, my car note and everything else is more than hers. My rent is it was significantly more than hers. But it was still was an excuse. I could have saved a little bit more, but we made it happen. But when I'm telling you that the universe works in your favor, man, everything that's happened down here has been working in our favor, no matter how hard or how easy. So we come down here and I think it's just going to be easy. It has not. It was not easy finding a job. As of today, I'm, I'm working in sales right now, but I actually just accepted a position. I said I'd never work in mental health again. And guess what? Your boy fucking works in mental health again. I'm a case manager, but the position is different. I do a lot. I I do outside work. I'm not in a facility all day doing stupid shit. I'm going to schools. I'm going to people's homes. I'm doing, um, you know, more. I want to be a, um, 
a uh, counselor, but like uh, they had an op- opportunity for a school counselor. It's not like a tech agency or anything like that, or, but it's just you work at this place on Tuesdays. We visit and we we talk about the progress or updates on our on our caseload, and we go out there and see them. We talk on the phone. You can work from home. You can just zoom everything, and I'm just like, wow, this is great. And with Florida state tax, I actually make less. I make four grand less than what I did in Illinois, but the take home rate is more because there's no state tax. So with this position I'm in, it's going to, um, it's gonna uh, give me a pay increase in like six months or something like that. So I'm gonna check this out and see what it is. Kinsey is going on her ride along for tomorrow. She's had kind of a difficult time when it came to jobs, which we're both surprised at because I have a master's degree. She has a degree from the top top a top 10 a big 10 school and we had a hard time finding a job at first it didn't really matter we were i'm just like man you know it's our first week here the first weekend was hard because we had madison and she was being annoying she was everybody was here we were exhausted we had been moving stuff and you know it, it was just it's a it was a process it was a lot to it so then we had the week I get Madison on weekends, so we have the week, and I'm just like, man, we don't have a job. We can kind of just see what's around. We got a little bit of money we're sitting on, but that money goes quick. So at one point, halfway through the week, I was like, I need to get a job. Like, we went out and did this and that. We went out and saw everything, but it's kind of crazy how old everything gets. It didn't get old in that, like, okay, I'm tired of Florida. It got old in that, like, man, you know, you want some type of routine, you know, vacations and all that. It's kind of a myth. You want to be wealthy enough to be financially free, so that you could do the things that you want to, but there's always going to be a need to do something. You always want to be building on some passion of some sort, building something. Because if you just lay around, dude, getting on the being on the beach, getting fanned by hot chicks that are putting grapes in your mouth, that sounds great now because you probably got off work just now. You probably are at work now. You probably work today and you're just like, that would be nice right now. But it gets old, you know. And so halfway through the week, we were both looking for jobs and we put out all these applications and we had a hard fucking time. You know, I finally get a bite. I'm going to several. I remember the first week I have like 11 interviews set up. I'm going to interview. Some of them are bullshit out here. I'm sure they do it in Illinois. But man, it's, it's wild because there's money out here, man. There's so much money. I go to one job interview. There's a fucking McLaren parked out front. And um, the guy is just completely ridiculous. Kenzie goes to one of the these interviews. The guy comes in on a hoverboard. like, And it's just like all this flash and shit to build you up so you can see what is potentially an outcome and you dedicate yourself to working eight to eight five days a week nine to four on saturdays i almost did that but i was just like "Eh, i can't can't sacrifice time with my daughter go to this one place and it's a sales job i end up taking the position and it was dope because it allowed me a lot of time to be with kenzie a lot of time to be at home when i came out here one of the things that i said was i'm never i'm never working a normal job again i can't be at a in, a in a fucking cubicle i can't be in a finite position doing stuff so i even looked at like road work i looked at working for the city i looked at police work i looked at all sorts of shit and i just can't do the i, I can't do the normal shit and i was nervous because I can't let Kenzie down. You know what I mean? She she wants to work. She doesn't care. She'll even work inpatient. She just wants to work at a for uh, a facility that actually gives a shit. And with me, I I just I, I have so much to offer, but I just man, you know, I know there's so much out there. I want to get paid. I want to have a job that I enjoy, 
that helps me to become financially free. If that financial freedom is going to come from me pursuing my goals, but it was it was hard, man. But I got into sales and I made some sales, man. I remember I made eleven hundred dollars in one week, and in, in two days actually, in two days. And so I'm seeing this money and I'm just like, wow, you know, it sounds great when I say it like that, but the way the payment was, it was like, so I I got five fifty this upcoming week, and then because I sold this, this was after a certain period, so when I sold the next day. I got it the next week, so I got $500. But then we have bills. We have things we need. I just paid insurance yesterday. My car note's coming up, so we got to sell, you know. And these it's not everything that is, you know, cracked up to be. There was times Kenzie's stressed out, man. There's times I'm stressed out. I remember the, the day I got my first sale, I'm going to people's houses, and, and I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing because this is going to blow up one day, but... You know, I'm going to the house to to do a presentation of for this and that, and I remember I didn't eat all day. I just couldn't. My my anxiety was up. I was nervous about the bills. I wanted to perform and do that, and then I go and get the sale, my first sale, and it felt so good. I remember I gave Kenzie a hug, and I was damn near in tears because our money is finite, and you know, it was so disappointing. We're waiting on money. She's waiting on student loans. We only have so much money left. We're not, we can't ask anybody for money. We can, but like, if she asks her parents, she'll get it. But like, we want to do it ourselves. She doesn't want to have to ask her parents for anything because we're adults. And so I get that sale. I, it buys us some more time. The next day I get another sale, buys us some more time. The other, I get another sale, buys us some more time. So then I get my, my, uh, so my security deposit back from my last apartment. Then we realize she has a 401k. So what I'm saying is some things may seem difficult, but you know, when you conspire to do something, dude, the universe makes it happen. So I didn't, we didn't get all the money we wanted at the time, but we worked with what we had. We got what we, what we needed, which was a place to stay. Her parents bought us food. Her, I mean, like her, her family really came through. So a couple of things I already went through so far. First and foremost, you need to leave, man. You need to make sure that you see the world. You need to make sure that you don't just grow up. And next thing you know, you're 30, you're 40. And you're in the same spot and your condition is the same as it was years ago. You want to make sure you're growing. You want to make sure that you have variability in your life. You want to have some some say in your life. The next thing is um, everything's going to change and you need to be able to change with it. The other thing is that when the universe, when you decide to do something, the universe is on your side and, and you have to be willing to explore and take this leap and say, um, and see how it works out for you. I'm not saying, okay, I just graduated high school. I'm going to get a fucking penthouse with this down payment I got from my, my student loans. And, uh, now, now I just make it happen. You could, some people are that bold. They'll do it. They'll, they'll risk losing everything, fucking the credit up. But some of them somehow succeed. We knew that if we at least made what we made before we left, we can, we could be okay. And, afford this this luxury apartment that we have and um we at the lowest end we can get that so it it ended up working out and there was some really stressful times but we were able to pull through and make it happen and i you can see how everything's right on time the money's right on time our patients right on time our you know everything happened right on time and then one of the cool things is when i sell i get a 25 dollars gas card so just this past weekend, I spent $50 in gas, getting Maddie, taking her back, 
going to appointments. Some of my appointments are like almost an hour away. The one yesterday that I sold that was an hour away. And so we're rebuilding right now. And uh, the whole universe is on, on our side. It's on everybody's side. And it's really crazy to see it happen because you have to be able to take this risk. You know, you, there has to be some thought behind it, some rationality. But anything you want, man, you, everything really just comes in time. So if there's a girl that you really like and it's not working out, man, you know, twin flames or the, that, the one, man, you got to be open to the universe, what it has coming for you. You have to trust and kind of let go. And it's hard when there's things that you should be stressed about. You have to worry about bills. You have to eat. You have to, you know, be able to survive and shit. So these are things to worry about. But once you put that out there, if you're working towards it, things just have a, a habit of working out. So trust yourself. Again, I'm not saying don't be rational and just throw logic to the wind. I'm saying decide to do something and do it. Just fucking do it. I'm seeing the money. Now I have a, a my this is going to be my first job. My second job is sales because I'll be doing that like three days a week. And you know what? I make you know uh, more more i make 500 552 in my training period after that man it's a lot more so i fuck around and make us one sale a month that's 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 huge that it covers my rent let's just say that one sale covers my entire rent so it's gonna it's gonna be nice to see how that works out how it changed my life it changes our lives and allows us just to live comfortably and, and and all that's all we want to do at the end of the day. And the and the third thing that I've talked about so far is that sometimes, man, people are going to come with you. And one thing I know I talked about was I didn't like the way some people treated me when I was in fucking Illinois. And first thing first, I'm a gangster, man. Like, I'm I don't want to go around and I don't want to be a tough guy all of a sudden and shit on, on the Internet. And No, but I've done some things. I've been involved in things that like people know me for being associated with certain things and even though I try to portray the best myself in the best light, like it ain't always, it ain't always that like it's, it's shit's cracking. It's lit. And so, um, so one of the things that was confusing to me was the fact that people would mistreat me despite knowing my past, man. And the fact that I'm so giving and the fact that I'm so, so, Man, you know, I'm just like a, I'm just a good person, man. I, I want to be there for you. I want to listen. I'm very understanding and all that. You know, I understand a lot of the things that I lack, so I try to make sure I'm that for other people. Become what you need. So all of you who need a father figure, like I felt like I did. All of you who needed a mother figure, like I felt like I did. You gotta be. You have to become the principles, the principle that you need to guide you and be that for other people and you just start to see how you become what you needed you know everything is from within and so like you know I, and not only that man i i i've allowed people to mistreat me and in my relationship you know a lot of people said a lot of goofy ass shit about me a lot a lot of goofy ass shit about mckenzie mistaking my jokes for truth you know there was sometimes man there was certain there was a certain period of time where i believed in certain shit but there's another time man like you just start to see how people are happy one of the things that's crazy to me is how could you not we spend every night together we we obviously care we care about each other we rock with each other so what the fuck are you saying some goofy ass shit about my relationship with my woman for it didn't become official official till later but still that's not the fucking point the point is that i've been rocking with her for a long time and people still 
felt comfortable coming up to her saying goofy ass shit. And it's frustrating. But it comes around to bite me in the ass because I hadn't always been as uh, attentive or involved as I should have been or or just aware as I should have been. So it came back and bit me in the ass. And one thing I realized is, man, I had to cut somebody off that I that I considered family. And I, you know, this is somebody who was a friend, but that I had been there for and that I felt like at times was there for me and, and love my daughter and shit like that. And it's, I realized that, man, people are going to treat you and talk to you however you want. Man, motherfuckers don't hang the fucking phone up on me. Fuck is wrong with you? Like, that's just like a, when I'm talking to you, I don't give a fuck who you, because I'll, I'll punch you in your fucking mouth. I'll shoot at you, nigga. Like, I'm really, I'm, but that's the thing too. Like, I'll really do that. I was talking to Kenzie's dad the other day, and we talking about one of our goofy ass neighbors, man. Said some shit, uh, not, not no tough guy shit, but just like, you know, almost like made a pass at my girl and shit. And I'm like, man, what the fuck, you know? But I'm trying to make sure I'm not overreacting. It wasn't no, no overt shit, because niggas is not crazy, but. You know, shit, shit gets said, and and then it's like, you know, wait, what? Yeah, I'm making sure I'm not tripping and shit. You know, and and, it, and it's just you 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 try to let shit let let shit go because it's not really that big of a deal, but it's a big deal. And if I get mad, it's a court case because I'll shoot you, I'll you know beat your ass, or I'll hit you with my fucking gun. Something t- terrible happen, I'll blow your fucking apartment up. I know how to make bombs and shit. This is not a terroristic threat, by the way. I'm just saying that it's like. You know, you just realize that some people have no respect, and, and I don't deserve that. So I, I realized like first and foremost, like this motherfucker over here, why he met Kenzie's uh, parents, and we all go out, and one thing he's bringing up, yeah, your dad was telling me about that. This, this is a sales technique. This is what we do. People are more likely to buy from people they're familiar with. So if they feel comfortable with you, they feel like you're a friend. They're more willing to hear what you have to say. And so we're sitting there the whole time this motherfucker is talking about, you know, uh, her brother and her dad. I'm like, why the fuck is this nigga bringing that shit up? Like, you low-key flirt with my girl? Like, who gives a fuck? Fuck you. You don't gotta... What does that matter? Why you keep bringing that shit up? I didn't think about that till later. And shit, like... But now I think that's just disrespectful. Like, nigga... I, I will get on that. And I'm just, but then I'm a lunatic when I do that. Because for, when I show who I really am, then it's like... You know, Jonathan, you're crazy. Why are you acting like that? And not that because Ken, Kenzie agreed. Kenzie was like, "Man, we not. I'm not. We not fucking with that nigga, man. Fuck him." And I, I rock with that because I was just like, "Man, you know, I thought he was a fuck nigga the second I saw him." But like, you know, then she said that too. She was like, "Yeah, he is a fuck nigga." I'm like, "Damn, real nigga shit." But um, I just realized that certain people, whether that was a pass or not, or whether whatever his intentions were, like, I don't get no fuck. So he, he ever that was two weeks ago, and. Um, we ain't talked to him since because like we don't get no fuck and uh like he ain't got no friends anyway so that's just a small example but i remember like i'm just saying man certain people you're just not gonna be able to fuck with like you can't be mr nice guy or mr nice girl all the fucking time you have to you we try to be understanding because we're good people but a lot of times man fuck all that understanding shit because me being understanding has not that it's a quality i'm gonna keep but it has allowed other people to mistreat me and so uh, you know, this individual is causing problems. My girl causing problems with me. It blowing my f- like. No, no, we're not doing none of that shit. You cause if you cause problems with my girl, we got a problem. You cause problems with me, we got a problem. Like, I, it, but I'm just not gonna deal with it. So, you know, from here on out, man, anybody who 
does some shit slightly wrong, you just go, oh, man, I don't have I don't have the patience for it. I like waking up and being happy. I like waking up and being inspired. I don't like waking up to other people's drama and shit. And that's just that, man. So there's going to be times where you leave and there's people you can't bring with you. There's going to be times where shit happens and that's just going to have to be what it is, man. That's just that's just what it is. And um, I hate that it's like that because I don't want it to be like that. But it's not in my... I didn't fucking make it this way. Um, and in the evolution of you as you evolve and become a different person, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. You know, I don't, I don't like sales. <laughs> sales is like fucking stupid. I mean, sales is a primary part of everything that we do. We do... You know, the only reason you have the clothes you have is because somebody sold you on it. Whether it was a TV ad or a commercial or you saw your favorite, whoever the fuck wearing it. Now you were sold on that style. And but like going into other people's houses, being told no, all that shit is for the birds. But I understood how how it doing things that were scary or things that I didn't want to do reminded me a lot of sparring, a lot of fighting and stuff like that. How it built me, the wisdom it gave me, how you were motivated to do better and the payoff when you won. When you win, there's when you get a sale, man. There's no, it, it it feels great, man. You fill out the paperwork and you you drive home knowing you made some money, more money than somebody made working eight hours and you made it in two hours. And it's just like it's fucking awesome. Or four hours if you had two appointments, or six hours if you had three. And let's God, God willing, you sold all three, or at least two, or even just one. You know, because you got tomorrow, but. It's it's not guaranteed. So that's been something that's really difficult for us. That has been difficult. But now I have a job that has guaranteed money. So I just do that on the side and bring bring paper in when I can. So um, these things are going to happen, man. These things are coming. Uncomfortability is something that you have to get used to. Going in, just showing up. And I'll say there's plenty of times I went to a house. We, we, we call it pitching one-legged. Two, both people have to be there for them to, for you to do the presentation. And so when you do this presentation, it was the, my very first house was not appropriate. I was like, fuck that. I'm not waiting. I, I want to do this presentation. I want I want the experience. And it felt good. I got that. I didn't I didn't sell that that one. I didn't sell the next one, but I sold the third one. And so I got the I got comfortable meeting people. And now I'm here. And even though it's not going to be my primary job and no, I don't want to fucking do that long term. Get that wisdom is is priceless the experience and really just knowing because like you have to go through this to know if you want it there's gonna be things that you want to do now and then when you do it you're like uh because maybe maybe outside maybe inside sales is my thing maybe calling people and maybe this business or maybe pharmaceutical sales maybe that might be my bread and butter pharmaceutical sales starts at a high price high base salary so you know it's it's that's another thing you have to get ready for. As you go out and try things, you're going to realize that there's things that you just don't want to do, but you have to see it through, man. I realize that this sale is not fun, but doing it on the side, I don't mind doing it. If I do it three days a week, if I can, fine, I'm cool with that. If I can do it, um, it, it allows me to have some sort of balance, bring in some extra, extra cash, bring in guaranteed money, as well as uh, have my weekends, have my daughter, and we all and we're all making money, and it's cool. It works for my schedule. So everything that we've done so far has worked out. There is more to come. 30 minutes just wasn't long enough. I thought it would be, but there's so much more to talk about. Uh, I'll have to cover it tomorrow. But uh, 
just realize those those couple things that we talked about. One, you're not going to be able to take everybody you want with you. It's not happening. You're gonna have friends that stop talking to you. You're gonna have friends that really fucked with you. You're gonna have some. You're gonna see who some people's true colors are. Okay. Two, you need to leave. You need to spread your wings and fly. It's a big world for you to see. And the craziest thing, man, you walk. I can't get used to the palm trees. It's just so fucking beautiful here, man. It's so fucking beautiful. Three. Uh, the universe conspires to make your dreams come true. Whatever you want to do, man. Once you once you pull the trigger, you just watch it all happen for you. 